Welcome to the Cinescare Podcast. I am one of your hosts, Matt Speak. And I am also one of your hosts, Joe Jans. And with us, as always, is the super fan, Mr. Mark Piscati. Hi, everybody. And film critic from JoeBlow.com, Mr. Jimmy O. James Oster. Oh, hello, fellas. Hello. Hello, Jimmy O. <laughs> that rhymes. I like it. Uh-huh. As um, friends, we call him Matchbox 19. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> oh, how was the concert? I oh, saw some videos. Yeah, it was really good. These, those guys still really put on a great show. It was really they, a lot of fun. They sounded fun. great, actually. Yeah, yeah, they did. Yeah. They did. Rob can sing. The guy can mm-hmm. sing. Yeah, hmm. great I always liked Rob. Seems like a nice guy. Seems like a nice guy. He's no Coconut Pete, but I'm sure he does okay. <laughs> I, I like him better, but you know, yeah, hey. God. <laughs> <laughs> Thank um, you, man. Here we oh, go. we're getting him out of the way early. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh. Just got Joe's... Fix... Oh, oh fucker! Yeah. Come on, <laughs> Jimmy just showed feet. Uh, yeah, Mark, <laughs> Mark, uh, Mark. Uh, we we apologize to anybody out there who has a foot fetish. Uh, if Mark offended them last time, but uh, uh, hopefully, you know, live and let live is my motto. I don't care yeah, what, right? what fetishes anybody has. So. Come on, man! To put put the fucking foot down. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> uh joe i don't know if you're aware of this or not but Probably this not. is our 70th episode 70 episodes joe 70 full complete episodes yeah we, how did it happen and we made no reference to having episode 69 last time i know well technically we could this time because you missed one episode so this is your true. episode my number 69 69, Ooh, 69 wow dude. Wow, wow, wow. 69, dude. That was kind of good, Matt. <laughs> yeah, could you, you play more of the porn music? I like that. Wow, 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 wow. Put some actual porn music in in post. Oh, yeah, you could cut that into. Ooh, that's a good one, yeah. Joe. Thank you. And then Ooh, we'll have Mark you. rap over it. Yeah. Man. Oh, yeah. Oh, I'm retired. Yeah. Actually, we should oh, have retired. We could have Mark, Mark. Bone over it. <laughs> Mark. Wizard Bone? King. Come on. Porn no. star rap. I'm retired. Where to put it? Doing it. Porn feet, star. Mark. You got it. Powered porn by star Riverside. Rap. I can't do it. Oh, no. I'm retired. Like he's fighting back. Oh, oh, I can't. I, I don't have Damn it in me. You could have, like, I, I, I almost went for it. I almost went for it, but then Dude, Ma- Matt, play the music again. He's going to go for it. No, 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 no. Mark, no, you have to Bring do it. Track Look at me sweating. I'm not a puppet. I, I know. I'm just like I have an anxiety. They want. It. <laughs> yeah, I know these things. They have to be spontaneous, I guess. And a lot of people think that I've had people ask me, "Is this guy for real, or do you guys?" Do you guys set him up for this stuff? No, like, no, this is all everything that Mark comes out of Mark's mouth it's just, just pops out. Raw natural talent. Yeah, it's just raw <laughs> natural talent. Yeah. His it's, his it, it's, extreme it's gift, anger really. at, yeah. at foot fetishes that yeah. all yeah. came out of nowhere. We were not expecting it. Yeah. It, it's it's ADD. It's ADD at its finest with a Chicago accent who doesn't know how to speak or think before he speaks. <laughs> That's what happens. <laughs> Mark, look, the good thing is, allow myself to introduce 
myself. <laughs> <laughs> we have hours to, you know, use the foot fetish with you. So I'm, I'm just happy about that. You show your feet one more time. I'm gonna, I'm just gonna. Oh, you know, you. that's just asking him to do it. Mark. No, no, I'm gonna do it now. No, I, I, I could I, block I, you. I could block I you somehow. I know I can do it. You could put oh, your feet in front of the camera. Yeah. Yeah, that's well, just like you did for one of our films. It's you know, like this, you know, <laughs> and just do the. Hey, Matt. Yeah. What did you watch today that wasn't part of our yeah, theme? Let's. <laughs> oh, this. Uh, the last. You mean today or the last two weeks? Over the last two weeks, what did you watch? Okay. That, watch that wasn't like theme related. Well, what I watched, Joe, um, not a lot actually. It's been very busy. It, the end of the school year is winding down. I'm. And uh, I have a kid who's about to graduate. It's it's crazy, but Congrats. um, thank you. Yeah, he's about to graduate high school. He's uh, at Thursday night. This in in well, as of this recording, it will have been the night it's before. Old news but, as of this, you know, when yeah, Brian, that's true. When this comes out. Congratulations, so. though. That's yeah. awesome. Thank you. Yeah. Congrats. Any scholarships um, with the the football? No, no, he didn't want to go. He didn't want to play uh, football after high Did school. Did you at least buy him so a he, big gulp? Uh, I did not. No, I got him the, uh, you know, the smaller one. Mark got a big gulp. Just the gulp. Just a gulp. Mark. I got. I I got. I got the. uh, The. uh, It's not actually a big gulp. It's. uh, Says big gulp. uh, The slushy. Well, it's it's a slushy. And it's uh, the pina colada with the wild cherry uh, mix, and it's the best. Ooh, nice. The best. What's the flavor of the monk month? It's mango. It's mango. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, okay so what have i watched recently uh i could i can tell you right now that i have been watching a couple shows that are interesting one is based on uh oh gosh what's the movie with the twins from cronenberg i'm sorry now dead Dead ringers Ringers. dead ringers um so there's a tv show of that yeah how is it's interesting with rachel weiss Mm -hmm. i it's very interesting. I don't, I don't know. Uh, I, it, I mean, I'm with it the whole way, but as I think about it, I'm like, I'm not loving it, but it is really interesting. It's very well done. They, they are, I mean, Rachel, they, Rachel Weiss is amazing. And I'm telling you the, the, the twin aspect of it, I don't know how they're doing it because she's in scenes with herself and it's not it's seamless like seamless completely uh there's no you you really think she has a twin like there's a, she, that Rachel Weisz has a twin actor um and it, it, I, I don't know how they do it it obviously with cg and in and whatever they've got but it's not like it's a cg Rachel Weisz, Rachel Weisz but whatever you know computer program they use to put them together it's it is quite well done and and in, and I think the story is very interesting I'm I'm we're about halfway through the season so I'm curious to see where it goes it hasn't gone full horror yet uh but I've heard that it does so we'll see uh I I saw the trailer for it it it, it has like some comedic like elements to it mm-hmm. which had nothing to do with the Jeremy Irons um no uh film it's it's definitely a dark kind of a dark comedy. It, I wouldn't say, I wouldn't say that it's it's. I don't know that I would call it comedic, but there are situations that create humor because of what the situation they're in, and and the and one of the characters, one of the sisters, 
uh, both played by Rachel Weisz, but one of them is a little more unhinged than the other one. And she, and some of the things she does are, you know, pretty funny in that way, but it, I wouldn't call it a comedy. Certainly it may be borderline dark comedy, but mm -hmm. it's, it's a good, it's very well done. So I am, I'm curious to see where it goes. Um, so we'll see. And, and then I watched another show that I think is adjacent. It's more, probably more sci-fi slash fantasy. And that is Mrs. Davis on Peacock. Um, it's got some elements. We'll see where it goes, but that one I, I really like. It's, it's very quirky, very interesting, uh, pretty funny and and pretty exciting too. I, I like that one a lot. So uh, in terms of movies, I haven't watched anything other than what we had for the theme. It's just, you know, I haven't had a lot of time. So I'm looking forward to the next couple of weeks when things start to wind down at work and, and I'll be able to start watching movies again. But I, and, and granted also when I look around for new horror, I'm not finding a lot that I, um, I'm wanting to shove into my plans uh, anyway. So uh, Joe, what have you watched recently? Uh, well, speaking of non-horror, but uh, I started watching silo. Uh, I got through the first episode of that. Uh, fascinating. I'm intrigued. I just haven't gotten a chance to get to the next episode. I think there's only four out, but uh, very well done. I'm. It has me hooked. It was a little slow at the start, but obviously they're trying to build up a storyline. Uh, but Silo looks like it may really be worth it. Um, Second, as far as movies goes, I rewatched um, It Follows because, yeah. well, I don't need a Why reason not? because <laughs> it's, it's yeah, fantastic. You don't need um, a reason. I, mm -hmm. I still am just marveled every time I watch that on the complete inability to pin it to a time frame. You know, like, I don't know when it's set. Mm -hmm. Is it 19? Mm -hmm. it, it's certainly not in the 1980s or, you know, mm -hmm. they dress like that. The cars are like that. But every once in a while, you'll see more of a modern car. Then the girl's got that little clamshell uh, e-reader uh, yeah. like makeup mm -hmm. case thing that totally throws me off. But I just it just love that so film. Uh, yeah, so good. I also just for kicks and giggles rewatched uh, Knock at the Cabin Door. And oh, for mm -hmm. the second watching, I still really enjoyed it and then yesterday i had an oddball one i watched something called the odds from 2018 it is wow. this uh it's a young woman joins an underground game of pain endurance uh hmm. hoping to win the prize of a million dollars as things progress she's forced to endure ever increasingly torturous pain as her opponents engage in ever more horrific methods to manipulate and defeat her so it's uh, she's sitting in this room with one other guy, and that's basically the entire movie. It's like an hour and 40 minutes long. And like her mm. her first round, there's uh, apparently 12 other contestants around the world that are also locked in a room with one other person. And the other person obviously is controlling uh, or they've got like headphones in and they're they're listening to a you know master control or whatever. And they're told to execute uh, these levels of pain by, by rounds. And when the first three people drop out, then 
they stop the process and then they can go on to round two. So for example, round one was they put a candle in the middle of the table and this woman had to hold her hand over the candle for as long as she possibly could take. And if she takes her hand away and says, I quit, then she's done and she walks out of the room. The game's over. But as long as she holds out longer than nine other people, then she's still in the game and she moves to round two. And I believe once you get to like round five, um, there is no leaving the game. Uh, but the, hmm. the, the rounds progress, the pain progresses round after round, like uh, round two, you have to put your foot, your bare foot in a box. And inside that box, you find out later there is a rat. Um, round three, you put your other foot in a box and they have nine preset screws that they are going to one at a time drill in through the box into your foot. And then it, it progresses further and further and further. Needless to say, uh, it's, you know, if you win, you end up walking away with a million dollars, but you're one of 12 people to go through this. So, um, it was, it was not great. It was just a simple, you know, torture film. Um, Mm. I, I don't even want to say that I recommend it just because, the two characters in the room get really stale. They don't, uh, their relationship gets real sour real quick. And I really didn't care for much of it. You know, it was just kind of like, Hey, let's hurry up and get to the next round so I can see what torture device they're going to put her in. So, hmm. yeah, but, uh, that was great. Yeah, that was it. I was kind of expecting this to have been like a, a pandemic movie. Because I think mm-hmm. the budget was like $250,000 and it was all shot in one scene, one room. Uh, it would have been yeah. a real easy thing to get away with then. But uh, no, this was actually shot in 2018, back when they had studios and money and all that stuff. Yeah. So, Wow. Uh, but that was it. That was it. Yep. That's all, all right. I watched. Uh, Mark, what did you watch recently? Uh, I rewatched uh, The House That Jack Built. Because I love that film and it's just fun to go back to. Um, and then uh, Matt introduced me to a film. It's called Come and See from 1985. Um, yeah, uh, there's yeah. a quote. Um, some of the scariest movies are not horror films. And this is a very, very scary film just to watch. Uh, just the horror of what war is and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um it's this, filmed almost like a horror movie in it some is. ways. It, yeah. it's it a is, very it true is. statement. Like Willy Wonka is not a horror film, but it's one of the scariest <laughs> movies I've ever seen. Well done, Joe. You <laughs> son of a bitch. Oh yeah. Okay. Um. Yeah. This film is about a young boy experiencing uh, this um, the Soviet uh, resistant movement against German forces during World War II. And uh, yeah, Matt told me to watch this film. And why would you do that to me, Matt? Because um it's it it's it's grabbed a hold of me like some films do and when i grab a hold of film i hang on to it tightly and i keep rewatching. and i've watched this film four times since matt has told me <laughs> wow. and it's insane to watch this film four times but there that is, is so insane many... because this is not an easy film to watch it's, it's one of fucking the, one depressing of the least easy films to watch it's great fantastic but it's really it, difficult yeah. But there's just something about this filmmaker and how he does his shots and yeah. how the sounds are. And it incorporates it. There's just beautiful, beautiful shots. And just seeing this kid like age, this face aging through until the very end, it's it's mortifying. You see these pictures of 
um, of real uh, like World War One uh, veterans when they join and then afterwards, and they're just their eye balls are you know they're sac- they're just sunken in and they're just a, a totally different person, and you get to see that with this kid throughout the film. Um, just the sounds are amazing. Just uh, it the special effects is no special effects. It's all real effects, and some of the explosions that happens with these trees blowing up. I mean, it's like um, it's it's just fantastic to watch. Um, yeah, I, I think it's one of the best war movies I've ever seen. It's, it is, and and it's in and it's nineteen eighty five, and it's before Spielberg ever did uh, Schindler's, Schindler's List because it reminded me of Schindler's List a, a lot, and. It reminded me a little bit of Saving Private Ryan, but this is, you know, before. But this is this film, It like most films like uh, John Wayne, you know, World War II films, and everyone's all hero- heroic and, you know, you're gung-ho to, you know, get into war. Like Saving Private Ryan didn't even scare me. It's like, man, I would love to storm the beach, you know, just be a part of that. And, you know, uh, when you watch this, you don't want to be a part of it. It's it's just, it's... it's it it's is a just, true anti-war film yeah yeah Cause, but, I mean, and cause, it's scary it's scary in a way but it's not a horror way but yeah i mean because war is you know isn't you know glorious and uh it just hammers you over and over and over again and there's just horrific scenes and you can i i mean i you can because this would be a great film to consider it's like is this horror or not i almost picked it for mine uh but it, oh I, I wish you did i i just didn't but yeah because i i don't i I already don't feel like it's a horror movie, but there are elements and some of the way that it's shot is very horror like. And it, and it, you can definitely see horror influences throughout, even though it's not really a horror movie. Yeah, it, it there's shot. You know uh, what director that um, the guy, uh, the director that did um, The Witch. Um, Robert. Robert yeah. 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 I. Some of his directing reminds me of this director filming it. There's just some kind of like magical, just how the 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 grain of the film and how like bright it is. Sometimes it's just it's just a gorgeous film. It's it, I love it. Yeah, it is. And and you can watch this free. I just found out today. You can watch this free on YouTube, and uh, the whole entire film. So I, yeah. I highly recommend uh, watching this film on YouTube or Tubi. Uh, YouTube. Oh, YouTube. okay. Yeah, yeah, you can watch it free on YouTube. It's probably not going to look as good as it would, uh, you know, no, uh, if no. you watched it, if you rented it or whatever, because it it, it is a beautiful film. And I, I do highly recommend watching it on a good screen that you can because uh, it's beautifully shot and it's beautifully done. So mm. uh, and the ending is just haunting the way, when those guys are marching off. It's just a haunting, <laughs> haunting ending. Yeah. Yeah, there's parallels of it that it just will blow your mind uh, when you see shots at the beginning and shots at the end. Right. And just it just matches up perfectly. So, yeah, yeah that's what I watched four times. So thanks, Matt. <laughs> I appreciate it. And well, keep I'm glad on, you uh, liked it. I'm well, yeah, I, I told you it would be a life changing experience. So. It was. It, it really yeah. was. And, and, and you know what? I, guess what, listeners? I do watch some of the films that Matt tells me to watch. He does. Once I in do. a while. Once yeah. in a while. Uh, Jimmy, what have you watched recently? Anything, uh, anything you can talk about? Yeah, I actually did. I, I can, well, I went back in time, uh, a week or so ago and I, I was in a Ken Russell mood. So I, I 
picked out Altered States. I haven't watched that in ages. Oh, I haven't it, seen that forever. Yeah. Ooh, watch it. It's yeah. a fucking great film. Oh my God. It's so good. I almost actually picked it for my turn. I was going to do something with that, but I went somewhere else as we, we will discuss. Um, I it would be saw- a good one for like surreal horror or yeah. You know, something uh, weird, weird horror. Don't use it because I, I have plans for this movie. I have plans. I have plans. So, all right. Like, it was going to be my pick this year, this, this, this next time, but I'm holding off on it. Um, no, so, I'm picking it now, Jimmy. No, it's, exactly. it's mine. <laughs> I'm picking, I also want to recommend a movie that's actually playing in theaters. It's called Sanctuary with Chris Rabbit, Margaret Qualley, uh, d- directed by Zachary Wiggins. It's a, it's a, about a, a a dominatrix dealing with a wealthy businessman. It's just these two actors, but it's it's pretty freaking great. I mean, these the the performances are Margaret Qualley is. Wait, I've got to see if I'm saying her name right. Sorry, uh, Margaret uh, Qualley. Yes, she is phenomenal. Like she just takes your breath away because she's every time she's on screen, you're just like. Oh my God! What is her game? And, and Christopher Abbott is excellent. He's a he was also he was in possessor uh, a possessor from the uh, David Cronenberg film. This guy's good, and he's a good, really talented guy. I, Sanctuary is a really interesting, good film that deals with sex and power, and 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 in in a really interesting way. It's high, I highly recommend it. Very interesting film. All right. Uh, well, that brings us to. This is Joe's pick this week, and right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Joe, this was your pick, yeah. Uh, I feel like we're doing two weeks of Joe in a row, but last time wasn't a Joe pick. There's so. Nothing wrong with that. By the way, Joe, your hair looks phenomenal right now. Thank you. Oh my Thank gosh, you. yeah, you look. So What'd handsome. you do? I got a haircut. Something finally. You got a it haircut. Looks great. Yeah. It looks little, great. Little, man. little gentleman's cut. Yeah. Joe, uh, are you trying to be the hottest one on the show? Come on, man. It's tough to be the king. Hey, <laughs> did you guys know that the sequel to Becky is coming out? Next I week. did hear that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Becky. Yeah. I did yeah. not know that. I, sorry, I'm on, I'm on IMDb and it just popped up. So, yeah, I, I saw that. Yeah, I I hear it's pretty good. Mm-hmm. I didn't I like the first one. I, I didn't even know it came out. Yeah, I like the first one. Yeah. Anyway, are we on me now? Yeah. So, Joe, this is your pick, uh, and tell us about it. Uh, so this this week's pick or this episode's pick is uh, travel horror. And uh, just, you know, it's it's getting summertime. People are going to go on vacation. They're going to go travel around the country and they're going to have a horrible time. They're going to have horrible, horrible experiences, just like the people in these films, except the first one that we're going to cover, because we're going to start off with a real bang and we're going to cover Club Dread. Because this was a phenomenal soundtrack, if you ask me, Um, 2004's Club Dread. This is the uh, the Broken Lizard group. That brought you wonderful hits like Beer Fest and um, Super Troopers. So this is a movie when a serial killer interrupts the fun at a swanky uh, beach resort. It's up to the club staff to stop the violence and or at least hide it. So uh, actually, we're going to start off with Jimmy on this one. Sneezy Rider. So what do you think about it? I, I, you know, it's funny when I first saw this movie, I wasn't as much of a fan of these guys, the broken lizard group. And, uh, it's grown on me. It's actually really grown on me when I watched it again. I was like, okay, this is kind of, it's not my favorite of theirs. 
I think the horror doesn't work as well as I would have liked. It is a comedy. It's not really like it doesn't really they don't really try. But I who is that? Oh God, what's the girl from Hostel? Like, I'm why am I uh, getting her name wrong? Hold on. But I I like those guys. I think they're funny. I think they're they're they. I I don't know if horror is quite their style. I think maybe doing action buddy stuff is maybe more because I, I like their other stuff better but it's a good flick it's a fun flick oh hold on it's it's uh the girl that um i always like uh what's her name um gosh dang it why i can't find her now oh yeah jordan lad who's lovely lovely uh it's it's fine it's a fun flick it was a good choice uh i liked it i i liked it a little better the second time because i like these guys a lot more yeah. Was was Jordan Ladd the the brunette from Hostel? No, blonde. That's uh, you're thinking Serena Vincent is the uh brunette. Oh. Yeah. Jordan Ladd is the one who gets it really early and that they shove her in the uh you know. Oh, not Hostel, sorry. Uh, uh the other one, Cabin Fever. Sorry. Cabin Fever. Oh, she was also oh, in Death oh. Proof. Yeah. Yeah, Death Proof. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. No. So was she who was she in, in, in Death, Death Proof? Proof? Uh, Hang on, I was just on that page. Might have shown her feet a lot. I don't know. I don't Probably, yeah. Probably. Um, mm. She was Shauna. Mm -hmm. Okay. That I yeah, I think actually it might have been her feet that were on the uh, dashboard at the beginning. I, I think, I, think I saw that. I think I yes, saw an interview. Actually, about it was that. yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, it was her Jesus feet. Jesus Christ. So good speaking good of feet. Now. Mark, what did you uh, think about Club Dread? Um, I, I'm just not a Broken Lizard fan, I guess. Um, <laughs> all the jokes fell flat for me. Uh, this movie felt like it was going on forever and ever. Um, the only saving grace was uh, Brittany Daniel in a blue bikini for the whole entire movie because her body is absolutely phenomenal. And so I just basically enjoyed watching her in a blue bikini and, uh, you know, just just watched the rest of the film. Um, I I did kind of chuckle. I chuckled once. Um, it was no, I chuckled twice. Uh, it was at the end where he just kept on uh, popping up um, after when the killer just wouldn't die. He went yes. killer just wouldn't die. I enjoyed that. I thought that was funny. Um I did like the scene, uh, uh, the fuck a goat scene. Um, I used a condom. I kind of chuckled with that one. Yeah. And um, some of the songs were, <laughs> Bill Paxton singing those songs was kind of amusing. But it, 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 I don't know, man. I, it, Broken Lizard, on it, I, it, I don't know if I'm getting old. Maybe if I saw this as uh, when I was younger, you know, getting high, it, it could have been more fun. But it just didn't really hit or land with me at all. And I thought it was a way too long. It just kept going and going. Um, so yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. This film wasn't really a favorite for me. All Sorry, right. Jeff. Matt. Uh, I kind of, uh, I'm on the same board as uh, Mark. I'm not a broken lizard fan. Uh, I thought super <laughs> troop. I thought there was a little bit of funny stuff in super troopers, but, um, but even that I was kind of, it wears out. It's welcome after a while. And this one, I, I didn't, I, I thought, yeah, I kind of laughed at that last bit with the guy with the, when his, he had half a body, and he was still, that made me laugh, but I was like, God, I wish I'd laughed like 
an hour and a half ago. Um, yeah. I didn't. I and just they didn't... were beating a dead horse when uh, you see his legs kicking at the end. It just kept going. It just yeah. like didn't, I didn't lost no, all its humor. By that point, I mean, I had been pausing a lot to look at how far along I was in the yeah. movie. Like, Me how too. much more do I have? Um, so I just didn't like the the guy with the British accent who had the dreads. Jay, uh, uh, the director. Shrugger, yeah, he's the director. Yeah, just, yeah the tennis yeah, pro. Uh, you know, just not... I don't know. I just didn't find anything funny about it. Um, but I knew Mark was going to talk about Brittany Daniel. Uh, yeah. She's constantly in bikini. I knew it. Um, oh, God. She's got a four-pack. She, smoking hot. Oh, man. She's her body's perfect. It's like a temple. Do you her body? A, do you need a moment to take care of something? <laughs> he needs I know. That, I, I, I took care of a moment later. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it, she was smoking hot. I had to look up what what other film she was in. There was, was like, another part that I kind of found funny when uh, she gets into the pool and is like, "Hey, can you guys? Are you guys going to stay here?" And then she gets in the pool and they all like immediately run off. Hey, you want to chase? Are the guys naked? And he was like, "You want to chase me or something like that?" And and they all take off, and she, then she's stuck in the pool alone. Um, I like the uh, the Machete Pete story that they're all that? Stand, the one where they're oh the yeah. story they're telling around the campfire and oh and did the Silence of the Lambs bit? Yes, yeah, uh, yeah. And but uh, you know, some people are huge Broken Lizard fans. I I don't I don't quite get it. I'm not sure. Uh, I'm not sure why, but, yeah, uh, I, and I love dumb, I love dumb comedy. I, I, I really do. But, uh, like I love some dumb comedy, but I just didn't find anything funny on this. Yeah. yeah. I make a suggestion for you. I think Joe will agree. If you like a little bit of, if you can deal with a little bit of broken lizard, I really recommend the show on true TV. Ironically, Tacoma FD. It's just Kevin and Steve, mm-hmm. and it doesn't feel as much like it's actually really funny. Legitimate, I think it's funnier than their stuff, to be honest, because it's mm. it's got a lot of heart. It's a real, and the, the cast is great. You'll see a lot of them in a lot of stuff. They're very familiar. Jimmy Simpson is one of the Samson, Jimmy Samson, Jimmy Simpson, one of those. Uh, he's one of the regulars. It's a very funny show, very charming. I, I highly recommend that if you'd like to see something. It's a little different, a little more. Yeah, I think it might be up your alley. I yeah, really yeah. I, I I mean I. I Look, it would, my sense of humor is is really weird. Obviously, like what I laugh in, like just continuously. Like when I watch Jackass movies, I'm I'm on the floor. Like I go to the movie theater to see it, and I'm like hanging on with you know on one knee, just hanging on to the front seat. I'm laughing so hard. That's yeah. my sense of humor. So everyone has a different sense of humor, and yeah. you know, so. check out Become FD. I think you'll like it. I really do. I'll try. Yeah. Easy. Well, I will say this. You're, you're <laughs> this is not my favorite Broken Lizard film. It's uh, my least favorite. I still enjoy it. Uh, I would say Beer Fest is my favorite. But I still appreciate these guys. And like I said, fantastic soundtrack. Toots and the Maytals uh, were, you know, any, anytime I get to hear that is is fine by me. Desmond Decker's on it. Yeah, great, great, great music. So yeah, I'll, I'll give Beer Fest... Yeah, I'll, I'll give it a third try. You've watched you. Beer Fest twice already and no. you don't like it? No, no, it, no. Be no. Oh, you haven't watched lizard. it already. It'll be my oh, third, third Broken Lizard. Okay. Broken yeah. Lizard. Yeah. Watch, you yeah. would rather watch that than that half-hour episode of Tacoma FD that I recommended. Yeah. I, Let's show. 
I think Beer Fest is absolutely fantastic, but again, I would watch Attachment before that personally, but <laughs> What's Attachment? Or the Hunt. Oh my god, Mark, are you kidding me? <laughs> god damn the, it. One of the handful of films that we've recommended over the past I, 70 we, episodes. I, yeah, and I I texted you this week about attachment. Oh, that's right, that's right. We mentioned it a few times. Mm-hmm. And you still... Look, once or twice. I wrote it down: beer fest and attachment. All right, and the hunt. Yeah, he didn't write down Tacoma FD though. Weird. No. Yeah. yeah. No. <laughs> I mean, you know what, Mark? I will never recommend the movie to you ever again. No, no, no. Keep no. Keep I'm going. not going to ever, ever. Actually, when something no, pops in my head. The only way you're ever going to get Mark to watch one of your films is when it's your turn and you assign it to him. Yeah, oh, so, that's true. Hey, yeah. good. Just find one so, that you really want Mark to watch and build a whole theme around it, kind of like I, I did with uh, Club Dread. Good point. Good point. <laughs> okay. So what's next, Joe? We're uh, <laughs> we're moving down the road a bit to uh, Australia. We're going to road games. Uh, back in 1981, a laid-back American trucker driver. I'm sorry, American truck driver in South Australia starts to suspect a man driving a green van of killing young women along his route and proceeds to play a cat and mouse game in order to catch him red handed. And this, of course, is starring the uh, luxurious Jamie Lee Curtis and Stacy Keach. So, uh, Mark, why don't you uh, start us off and uh, let us know what you think? It's a swing and a miss again. Um, did not like this film uh, in hardly at all. Uh, it's a cross between films of Duel and Hitcher, but lacks attention. Um, I checked the time, and uh, when we finally met Jamie Lee Curtis, it was somewhere around 37 minutes. Um, this film wasn't scary for me. It wasn't uh, no tension at all. Um the the stage the Stacy Teach uh, talking to himself his monologues his dry jokes that he was talking to with his dog oh my god uh, it's just it's just it it, it didn't hit with me I, I didn't understand I didn't know if this was supposed to be a comedy because of just the hijinks that was happening on the highway um, he destroys someone's uh uh boat on a highway uh and then he gets pulled over by the by the cops they don't even ask him about it um it's just i i didn't even know where this film was going it it was a slog fest it was an absolute slog fest for me um i mean there was a seven mile per hour car chase at the end of this film it was going like seven miles per hour um yeah oh my god i don't know it wasn't for me okay jimmy yeah um i you know that's one jamie lee from that era that i missed uh first time and i liked it better than mark i thought the first half was actually pretty solid um i loved uh i think stacy keach is great he's a really charismatic i like the stuff with the dog i like or the dingo to be or at least you know spoiler alert it may not yeah. be a dingo um i uh, i liked i liked everything with him and jamie lee i wish there was more of it um i liked it i thought it was fine it felt a little i mean it's a pg rated film so there's you know back back when they were still making horror films or thrillers that were pg uh i liked 
Yeah, I like the setup. I like, yeah, you're right, actually. Absolutely, Mark. It is very much a cross between Duel and the Hitcher and not quite as on point as either of those, but I would still slightly recommend it uh, simply because Jamie Lee Curtis, if you're a fan of hers from that time, it's at least worth investing a couple hours. And it's not the worst thing. It was fine. It was fine. You guys keep leaving out rear, rear window in your comparisons. Oh, yeah. Oh, was, yeah at the beginning, I was about yeah. to, you just stole my comparison, Joe. So, Matt, yeah. what did you have to say? I, I was going <laughs> to. Thanks, Joe. Uh, I was going to call it right. rear view window. Rear. Uh, once you give yourself a rim shot on that one. Uh, or rear view, rear view windshield. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh man! Uh, no, I I enjoyed this. I I thought the first half I was like, oh, I might actually like this the most of any of them. Uh, but then it did. I I felt like it kind of lost steam a bit um, towards you know the third act, second somewhere after the halfway mark. I I loved the first half. I thought it was really good. I like his little detective stuff that he was doing, and I liked some of that. Um, uh, like when he was observing the dog, when, what was the dog's name? Bosley or Baxter? Uh, wasn't Bosco? No. Bosco. Bosco. Yeah, Bosco. Was it Bosco? Okay. Something like that. And, uh, but oh, when the no, dog wait, was- wait, that was a trivia thing. Uh, it's Bosley because originally they, yeah, that's what I thought. when they wrote it, they were going to name him Bosco. And then when Stacy Keach read it, he told the director, you know, back in the States, Bosco is, uh, like chocolate milk. Yeah. And so they changed it to Bosley. So. So, and, and that whole part where, where the dog is like sniffing the trash bag and then he looks up and he sees some guy looking out at him. And I thought that was, that whole part was cool. And that was good. Um, that was really yeah. good. Yeah. I thought yeah. it was pretty interesting. And of course, you know, Jamie Lee Curtis, she's not in it very much, but I, I agree, James, if, if you're a, a Jamie Lee Curtis horror movie completionist, you got to watch this. You have. I, it's, it's not, you know, certainly isn't painful. I thought it was a good movie overall, not bad, not great. And I thought the ending was, you know, with the, with the truck getting on top of the van thing was kind of. <laughs> I don't know, silly, but a little goofy. <laughs> yeah, it was a little, it was a little goofy. But uh, I thought the reveal when she goes into his van to start searching, and then the reveal in that van, I thought was was pretty effective. So um, yeah, and then that switcheroo that happens between the bathroom and the and her going into the van, that whole thing, I thought that was good. I so. thought that was ridiculous. How many times did he have to go into the bathroom? I mean, he was in the bathroom, then he left the bathroom, then he went in the bathroom, then he left the bathroom, and then he went into the bathroom again. I mean, yeah, I, I mean, he was checking to see what she was doing, but yeah, I didn't mind that. I, that yeah, was I liked ridiculous. It. That was that was ridiculous. But uh, the best part of this film that I loved was uh, so you taking over my part of the uh, the uh, review. You I thought jumped- you were done. Oh, I was still talking. You interrupted, and then t- but so I thought. Now that I I'm waited. Like, I waited, are, Matt. Are you I waited. Two, uh, no, are you no. getting two reviews on every movie? Matt, now? No, I'm not getting two you, reviews. Matt, I, you, 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 never you did a pause. Take a breath. You took a breath. Yeah, I can't That's take your a breath. fault. Mark's yeah. got things he's got to say. Yeah. I was <laughs> waiting for the pause, and your last sentence was like you were done with the review. I didn't say that. And yes. Didn't you already talk about so, this, Matt? Do you have more to say? <laughs> Matt, continue. Well, now I don't remember, but didn't you already talk about this movie, Mark? 
Well, no, I, I thought you were done. I was just interjecting before Joe was going to talk about the review. I think we called on about Mark the first. Film. Yeah, we talked to you. Got to chant. Talk. You already got to talk. You did a pause. She's never breathed, Matt. <laughs> oh my God! Don't breathe, Matt. Don't yeah. breathe. So, getting back to my review, uh, I like the the <laughs> I like that part between the bathroom, and uh, I understand Mark doesn't. But I'm going to say it again. I, I like the part where uh, he went in and there was that guy in the bathroom and you think that's the killer. I don't want to say too much, but at the same time, it was interesting. I thought that was very well done. Um, and I thought that this movie uh, had a little, you know, when we watched um, uh, Hills Have Eyes, this could have gone in a Hills have, have Eyes kind of direction because there was this, you know, stuff out there in the middle of the, well, I guess this is the outback, which at first I didn't realize because you're, you meet, you meet, yeah. um, uh, Stacy Keach and he's just an American in, in Australia. And I didn't realize it was set in Australia. And I'm like, why is the steering wheel on the other side of the, of the, of the, uh, cab? Um, so, you know, but I, I love the dog, but ba- oh. Bosley is a good boy, very good boy. Actually, I looked it so. up. We we're all wrong. It's Boswell. Boswell. Okay, yes. Boswell. All right. I knew it was something like that. Anyway. Um, hey, Matt, could I say, could I interject in one thing? I did, sure. I did, well, I have to give credit to the, the scene in the bathroom where he pulls the guy out. That is where my name, Sneezy Rider, came from. That is the best goddamn joke I've heard in a movie in a long time. When he, com- oh, it's yeah. Sneezy Rider. That was funny. That yeah, yeah, that was pretty funny. Yeah. yeah. Um. So that's all I've got. Je- Mark, are you ready for uh, a round review? Two. Part round three of your review? No, I, you, you didn't yell at uh, Joe and uh, James when they uh, start talking. Yeah, they didn't just take over and, and continue on their review. They interjected what I was talking about and added to it. They I didn't say, what I really love yet. about this movie is, <laughs> and I picked it. after I've already talked about it. Yeah. Yeah, the best part of what I thought about this movie <laughs> uh, was when uh, Stacy Keach uh, got on the motorcycle, stole the motorcycle, and he and yeah. he, he got on it and he, he drove crashed. for five seconds and he crashed. <laughs> yeah, that was like that was the most realistic ash- action scene in cinema history, it was in, in my opinion. Yeah, I exactly. started busting out laughing. I was going, "That's exactly what would have happened." That's true. That's really true because. So often you see somebody just hop on a a motorcycle and they act like they act like they know how to ride. ride. It's not that easy to ride a motorcycle for one thing, especially not in those conditions. And uh, but it reminded me also of Pee Wee's Big Adventure. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, you're right. Yeah, that's all I had to say. Sneezy Rider again. Let's let's Sneezy Rider is actually Patrick in the 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 the, the cult classic Patrick film. He's he's the main star in that film. The guy who plays Sneezy Rider in this film. Huh. Just a little thought there. I uh, I wanted to point out that this uh, quid uh, character was actually written for Sean Connery, uh, but they couldn't afford him. Oh wow! Uh, went with Stacey wow! Keach. Yeah, and actually, there's an executive producer that's billed on the opening credits, and his name is Bernard Schwartz, and that's uh, Jamie Lee Curtis's dad, Tony Curtis. That's his real name, Bernard Schwartz. Oh, I th- interesting. It's a little easier. I than that think. One. I think uh, we dodged a bullet because I think the film would have been even more boring if uh, if Sean Connery was the lead in this. Actually, I think Stacy Keach. Yeah, you know, made I thought it more he did the part great. Yeah, he was good. He was very good. Yeah, very Sean good. Connery was doing those lines. Can you imagine? 
I actually liked all of his, you know, his monologues with his dog in the truck. It just, it helped pass time. Yeah. What else is he going to do to move the story? Yeah, along? exactly. Right. Yeah. So yeah, yeah I think that's... there were some lulling moments in this, uh, like that, uh, what was the woman's name that he picked up the first one? Um, oh, hold on. It's, uh, um, Sonny. Cause her last name was day. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, I, I thought they could have skipped over that whole thing, but there wouldn't have been much left of the movie because of it. But she was kind of a dull character that didn't have much of an impact. But uh, yeah, I, I agree. I like the ending. This this movie had bumbling cops. It had plenty of bumbling cops. Oh, so, sure. I mean, it gets high marks just for that. Those two uh, cops who pulled him over, they could have been in uh, Super Troopers. <laughs> oh, easily, yeah. And I, I didn't yeah. understand. It took eight cops at the end of that film to put the cuffs on him. Oh, yeah. Eight yeah. cops to hold him back. And, you know, meanwhile, the actual killer's sneaking away. And, you know, I don't know how they do things down in Australia, but that's a little backwards. Well, and the, the, the actual killer was sneaking away very slowly <laughs> you yes. think that he would have taken off he running. should have sprinted yeah yeah yeah, yeah. but he was kind of looking back and then stopping and looking. yeah he wasn't smart no he really not wasn't a, a smart killer no. no he wasn't no but this this i gotta say this isn't a movie that i uh fell in love with but it is a movie that because of the actors that are in it i appreciate yeah uh, quite a bit yeah i'm I glad i saw it yeah it was charming. i thought there was something yeah exactly yeah. It's worth watching. Worth watching, but yeah. Yeah. It's not the worst movie. It's no. just I yeah. Oh yeah. one one question. When when uh Jamie Lee Curtis and Stacy Keach was uh at the campfire and they were parked at that station, whatever, and she goes off and uh she sees, you know, the car there, you know, camp. Don't you think she would have just like came back and say, "Hey, someone's you know camping like right next to us." Don't what any you know like why didn't she say anything? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Just yeah, not yeah. necessarily something you would. I mean, I, I don't know. I, I don't know. know in a remote you, you know, know hey, desert. there's a guy in a green van camping forty yeah. yards away playing guitar. Yeah. yeah, I wouldn't. I don't know. I wouldn't. I don't know if I would say. I mean, really? if, if there's some guy. I mean, it would be small talk. It'd be oh, there's a guy parked over there. Oh, cool. Yeah. Well, she, well, well, she she it's knew about she knew about you know about the whole situation. Yeah, I guess. I mean, it, yeah, it didn't. I mean, they could have done a little out of the ordinary. I don't know. It was nighttime. It was spooky. Yeah. <laughs> spooky. I wouldn't have said anything either. Yeah, I wouldn't have either. Yeah. All right. Well, we got uh, him not in a horror movie with you. I yeah I don't know you would survive in a horror movie with me Mark yeah you would you'd be the first I one. would you'd be the first one dead yeah I would one. not be the first one dead yeah, we've gone would. over this before I would uh, be yeah. probably the second survivor no you yeah. would be like the first like not the opening kill but you would be the second kill yeah you never the second kill that's true. I would not that's be true. the second kill yeah, and I don't Kyle in Scream Five I'm a that's fucking true. star I don't think <laughs> Mark would get killed by the killer though I think he would die. Yes running from the killer, killing himself on accident. Yes. You know, like falling down cool. a flight of stairs and breaking his neck, that type of thing. Yeah. That could that be. Yeah. Those are fighting words, actually. <laughs> Those are, that's, that's <laughs> fucked up. That's, that's, all right. Kind of true, but you know. So uh, now in complete contrast in movies, we're going to fast forward down the lane to 2005's Hostel. 
if we could pick two completely different movies. Uh, three <laughs> backpackers head to a Slovak city that promises to meet their hedonistic expectations with no idea of the hell that awaits them. So, Matt, why don't you go ahead and start this one off? All right, yeah. Um, this one, I, I remember the first time I saw it, it was it was powerful. Like this was a, a rough one, and uh, it it I, I hadn't seen anything like this in a long time. It had a almost not necessarily the last house on the left, but it had that kind of raw and not sure what it was dangerous. It was like, you weren't sure what was going to happen in this thing. And there were some scenes that were truly shocking for that time period, because this time period, by the way, in horror was final destination and things like that, that were a little more glossy and, and mainstream nineties horror, you know, moving into two thousands. And this was, I can't remember. This is 2008, right? 2005, 2005. I believe. So we're moving into, and then it, I think sometimes this movie gets lost in, oh, I haven't seen the sequels, so I can't say that, but in so many of the other torture porn films that came out at the same time, and I think it gets a little lost that it, it is a, a very well done film. Mm-hmm. It's the, this genre subgenre isn't necessarily my cup of tea. Um, it's, you know, I, I, I'm not a huge fan of torture porn, but I think that this one is really well done and has some twists and turns that are rise above the subgenre to me. And, of, and I think Eli, it, it's proof that Eli Roth really does know what he's doing and, and doesn't always show it sometimes. But I, I think that in this and cabin fever, I think he made, I mean, this was a, what a one, two punch, because Cabin Fever came out first, if I'm not mistaken, right? And then this came out. And and that that was a great one-two punch for a director. I'm not sure if this was his first two movies, but it was his first two widely recognized at least. And um it, it's 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 a tough one. I I think that I I, you know, I have some quibbles with it here and there. I, I do fine. And, and I'm not sure sometimes, you know, I was, as I was watching this, I was even thinking to myself, if these main characters were more likable, this would even be a harder movie to watch. And it, part of the reason why maybe it's a little more palatable is that, that they're not particularly likable. Like you, you're not necessarily rooting for them to be tortured because you are rooting for him to get out of there, I think. But but ultimately, like they're kind of assholes, you know, and they're American assholes in Europe. Uh, they, they, you know, constantly making little comments about the culture it, wherever they go, and and they they seem pompous, and so you you kind of get a feeling like he's setting us up to not necessarily, um, not I wouldn't say that we don't care, but at the same time we kind of get that they've got they're getting what's coming to them a little bit. Whereas I think that if they were more likable characters, it would be really hard to watch this, you know, because the, you know, what happens in it, it's, it's pretty rough, you know, and especially the, the scene with the girl, the Asian girl. And, and, uh, that's just, um, but that, that scene, God, there, there's some scenes that are so tense that scene when he's trying to get away and he's in that locker room with the other guy is just, Whew, what a what a piece of dialogue that is that bit there um it's a, it's a strong strong movie and and it's not one that i care to revisit that often just because it's it's not necessarily my favorite subgenre but i do have massive respect for it 
All right, I'm going to go next because, you know, why not? Um, I did my very first note on this is uh, the first words I saw on the screen said Quentin Tarantino presents. But yet there's no foot fetish in this one. So he now must not have not. had complete creative control on that one. Well, so there's was, a scene where he cuts, you know, he put cuts the toe off or is about to cut the toe off the girl. And then they yeah, cut that's to the true. other girl yeah. uh, clipping Snip her nails. Off. Yeah, that's true. Okay. Yeah. And Tarantino was on set for uh this film too yeah Mm. well that's probably in a super cut somewhere uh no pun intended um i (laughs) i do want to make a a, thank you i do want to make a case for uh tangible media um there's something about watching this on dvd instead of streaming services especially free streaming services and my point is I got to the point where they were all in the red light district and the kid walks into a room with a prostitute and she's just about ready to open up her bra and expose her breasts. And then all of a sudden it cuts to a Flonase ad. So thank you, Freebie, for that one. Uh, It really took me out of the mood. Um, (laughs) I've got a note in here that it's amazing how quickly. I agree, Matt, entirely. We we automatically look at these American tourists over in a foreign country and we think, what a bunch of jerks, what a bunch of, you know, no wonder we get such a bad reputation. But once we get introduced to those other girls, how quickly our opinion of them shifts to an even worse. And now these guys that we were introduced to originally did not like, did not root for at all. Now all of a sudden they're there our heroes, you know, and it becomes a big stereotype with every person that they encounter at after that point, you know, the, um, the foreigners that look down their nose at these Americans and how they treat us over there. And it's, it's the kind of film that makes you want to stay home. I mean, I don't even necessarily mean traveling abroad, but you know, I don't want to travel period. If this is, you know, how you're going to get treated. Um, I would like, in contrast, I would like to point out the very nice cameo of the Beretta 92FS and the uh, the Beretta 92FS Inix, um, which, you know, the Italians, thumbs up to them. They really know how to make a gun. Um, cutting off that girl's eyeball was gross, but fakey. Um, and there's the, the other scene at the train station. Um, they They weren't done very well, but yet the end result is the same. You're still disgusted. Uh, so I guess I got the point across regardless how it was executed. Um, and, uh, I, again, I, I'm a huge fan of watching people, uh, get what they deserve at the end. So the ending was very satisfying with me, um, as opposed to another movie that we're going to discuss later. But, uh, yeah, so I, I I enjoyed this film um, as much as you can enjoy torture porn, but uh, yeah, you know it was uh, one of the favorites of the five that I watched. So, Jimmy, what'd you think? Oh, it's a terrific film. Um, I love this movie, and I, I I have a few connections to this movie. I really um I remember first seeing it and being so just whoa, this is I I like Cabin Fever. I was into this one. Um, I I Matt, to your point, I think. Uh, Eli and the producers really wanted to show. Yeah, we unfortunately, I mean, let's be real. Americans are kind of assholes when they go abroad. We can be. 
a lot of there's a reason we have that reputation and i've seen it i've seen the ugly american when i've traveled i've seen well especially the young frat boy oh you know. yeah yeah for sure for sure so i i and i i you know there's a scene there's a great scene that great scene in the early on where you know Derek richardson who they said to be kind of the hero is talking about how gosh how terrible we're we're looking at these you know he's kind of for a moment self-reflective of oh yeah we're just treating these people like objects so it's kind of gross yeah yeah you are there was a lot of good it's a good it's a really good film it's a really good film i think it holds up i i really stepped away from torture porn i or i hate that term it's not you know movie torture movies uh torture that kind of thing that is one that has held up really well in, in considering i think it's one but probably one of the best examples of how to do it right and eli really really got it right with this one mark still with us yeah i'm here i'm here okay. i just didn't want to interrupt anybody Oh, so uh, let me uh, tell you what I really loved about this yeah, movie, guys. It you was, know, uh, you know, I'm, I'm on my review, Matt, and I think you're just like you need to stop interrupting, okay, Matt? You need to just put yourself on mute. Yeah, Matt. Anyway, my review is actually it's really good. <laughs> um, Joe, um, it's funny. I started. I was really laughing when you said um, when he walked into uh, the that uh, one prostitute's uh, room. And I, obviously, uh, the com- you know the commercial right when uh, she takes off the bra, the commercial starts. And my my commercial was uh, a TikTok video of uh, this uh, World War II uh, veteran or a Vietnam veteran uh, getting money so he can have a scooter. <laughs> and I was just like, That's awesome. I, was, I was just like, oh, that just totally broke the mood. I felt yeah, I bad I watching this film. I felt generous getting the flones then. um yeah no this is a great film um uh, thanks matt uh it was the flones the flones line sounded like i don't know if it was a joke or not but joe's tone sometimes just makes me think oh maybe he did a joke it's it here's just gonna randomly hit that button Um, yeah, uh, I, I haven't seen this film since, uh, it first, um, came out. So it was all new. I, I was actually very hesitant, uh, watching this film because I remember it shocked me so much back in uh, 2005. I was like, oh man, it's like, I'm going to be putting my feet up. And I did put my feet up a little bit, but not too much. Um, would you like to put his feet up? No, please don't. Thinking about it. So, um, Eli Roth was uh, 35, just 35. He's he's our age, you know. He's 35 when his when he made this film, and like what a he he is a really good director. Um, I thought at the beginning, I thought he was younger than that. He was he was 35. Uh, he was born in uh, April 1972. Huh. Yeah, he's. I thought he was younger. Okay. I I I did too. I did too, actually. Until I until I looked it up. Huh. But yeah, yeah, he's uh, born in April 1972. Um, it it it's a great film. It, it's it, it started, you know, the torture porn. It really, I mean, isn't uh, Hostel what got uh, Saw going? I believe. Uh, I'm gonna look it up. I, d- I feel like Saw Hostel came out in 2005. So Hostel came out 2005. Hostel. Yeah, they both came out around Hostel the same time. Was- 
Saw two was two thousand five. Saw one. Oh. Um, oh, so Saw, yeah, so Saw actually did it. But anyways, um, Eli Roth, I mean, I, I thought he knocked it out of the park. Um, but Matt- I will say I will say this, though, Mark, just not to interrupt you, but to c- contribute to what you just said. Well, I do feel like cover. I, I do feel like the Saw franchise. You're right that the Saw franchise became more torture porn after yeah. Hostel. Yeah, agreed. agreed. Correct. Mm-hmm. Correct. Yeah. Um, but. Um, I, I thought the beginning of it, it, it was a little bit too, you know, I, I mean, who doesn't like tits and ass sometimes, but I thought it was just a little bit too over, too just blown up, like how, you know, Amsterdam really is. I don't think that, I mean, there are, I guess there are people that, you know, college kids that, you know, act that way. Yes, that, there are. There are a lot. <laughs> I mean, I, I mean, honestly, I, I mean, the the one that was over the top was the guy, Ali, from Iceland. He was the guy that was over the top, you know, then the, the Americans. Yeah, the king of swing. He yeah. was the one yeah. that was just obnoxiously just, you know, showing his ass and, you know, grabbing his ass with the smiley face and all that. So I mean, it was more of the Iceland guy that was more obnoxious than anything. I thought um, uh, Paxton and Josh were actually all right guys, you know. Um, but yeah, no, it's 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 a great film, Matt. I love that scene also, um, the killer before he was going in and how excited he was uh, um, and asking questions and whatnot. That I I've seen that actor before, but man, he was fun to watch. That that whole scene, that whole dialogue was great. But uh, I, I got a question to ask. Um, if you guys were being held in one of those uh, places and the torturer like came up to you and asked you, it's like, all right, you have a choice of getting your your fingers cut off, um, your tongue cut off, or um, you know, or your balls snipped off. What what, what would you choose? Actually. I have a note that I didn't read uh, Two, actually. First one is note to self, learn how to escape from handcuffs. And then my other note to self is if I ever travel abroad, bring plenty of gum. Bring. Pl- oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, I don't know. I would, I guess fingers. I don't know. Yeah. I would rather... give up your fingers. I, I would rather I mean, I'd... take my toes. Well, you won't be able to walk. The toes wasn't the option. Yeah, yeah, you wouldn't be able to. Not very well, anyway. Well, it depends on the toe. Well, if all no, no, all all, all, no fingers. Um, what was it? Fingers, your tongue, or uh, your balls. Not my tongue, and not my not my balls. I would, I'd I'd go fingers. You would go fingers. Yeah, I mean they'd all be painful, but it's like taking my rapier wit. Yeah. Yeah. There'd be no more of, no more rim shots. Yeah, no. God, you I would deprave all of our audience of this hilarical, hysterical comedy. I mean, they would all be, you know, a problem. I guess. I know. would. I would actually ask if they could just play that Mariah Carey Christmas song over and over. That would be plenty of torture for me. That would be. You can put that, that in right here. No. Okay. Stand out in Don't get me going. Too late. No. Doesn't take much, does it? No. <laughs> it doesn't. That's nah, a great film. Okay. Did we all did we all yeah, go? We all talked. Okay. All right. Well, 
We're on to the next one. We're almost there. Uh, on the way to California, a family has a misfortune to have their car break down in an area closed to the public and inhabited by violent savages ready to attack. And yes, that's right. I'm talking about The Hills Have Eyes from 1977. So, Jimmy, mm. tell us about this wonderful classic. I I absolutely love this movie. Um, I, I think it's... Uh, it's I really like... Uh, Wes Craven's early, like the last house and left, uh, I, I, and Hills have eyes, the crude nature of it. Uh, I, I think I like the cast. I, it, it's got, you know, of course, D Wallace shows up there. Um, it's, it's, I, it's funny because there, there, he always has that little bits of humor, but I think that I like the Hills have eyes a little better than the last house on the left because my God, the scene with the dad, the, Ooh, that's just, disturbing i the, the the rape scene is this is a disturbing film it, it's it's funny to me how look i got to interview wes craven a lot he's a nice he was a nice freaking guy i it's shocking to me that that guy is a guy that came up with these movies it really is because there's just something just grimy and gritty about the his early work and hills have eyes i think uh that's a movie that makes me you know i've been driving back and forth to vegas that movie always that always comes to mind. I'm always like, do I want to stop at this gas station or is it, you know, between that and Texas Chainsaw? Yeah, I, I love Hills of Eyes. I think it's an excellent film. I think it I can see why like someone if watching it for the first time would be it's a little dated or a little bit, you know, um, maybe goofy at times. But yeah, no, I think it's great. I think it's great. Mark, what'd you think? Um, it's, it's hard to watch this film now for me after watching the 2006 remake, because the 2006 remake is a masterpiece in my opinion. Um, it's just better done, better acted. Um, and it's hard for me to watch it now. Uh, the original, um, I, I, I still enjoy it. It's just, it, it just after watching the remake, just, it, it, it took so much away. Um, but um, yeah, Wes Craven uh, got this idea uh, from uh, the actual story of uh, the Shawnee Bean uh, family. Uh, it's a 16th or 17th family who would prey on families uh, traveling on a road and uh, they would eat the horses and families. And, and uh, one of the survivors uh, escaped and uh, told the king and the king uh, had uh basically sent uh an expedition to find a family and they found them brought them back and tortured and murdered them and uh, executed them and so that's where uh Wes Craven uh, got the idea for uh the Hills Have Eyes um basically uh Michael uh Berriman, I believe uh the, the guy with the shaped up uh the messed up uh head um he found out uh during uh, one of the documentaries, uh, he had 26 uh, birth uh, defic uh, deficiencies. That's why he uh, um, kind of looks like that. But super uh, nice guy. I mean, the guy seems like a really nice guy. But uh, yeah, I mean, it's there's there's some fun scenes uh, in this film. Um, when the dad was burnt alive. Um, uh, Hi, this is totally PJ Souls, and you're. Thanks. Yeah, you're muted, Matt. You just interrupted my. Uh, Sorry, my that was a mistake. <laughs> that was a mistake. Sorry. Totally. I'm fucking done. I'm leaving. 
No, I, I, uh, I was, I was, I was, I was trying to do a review. One Joe leaves, Joe leaves. <laughs> then Jimmy says, I'll be right back. No one wants to listen to my fucking review. And then, and then what happens? Matt just goes, hi, does PJ souls uh, interview. <laughs> Fuck you guys. Something popped up on my screen. I tried clicking it off and accidentally hit that. I'm yeah. fucking done. Yeah, Nobody was to listening to me anyway. So I was listening to every word. I had technical I had difficulties. Door. I, I was checking something, making sure a sound wasn't like, didn't fall. And, and, Oh, no one listens to you, Mark? Eh, really? Oh, okay, I'll remember that one. I was experiencing <laughs> testicle difficulties. Yeah, testicle uh, difficulties. Yeah. We had things. We had things going on, Mark. So where were you, Mark? We were, we were on okay. pins and needles. What yes. movie did we watch? I don't remember. So, yeah, when the dad was uh, burnt, um, uh, and he's like, dying and he's got smoke out of his uh mouth and uh the son-in-law's going he needs a glass of water <laughs> give him a drink of water that was that was <laughs> yeah that was I, pretty that, good that was uh, that was kind of funny um d wallace's second film kind of cool yeah um ever and uh yeah that, that's my thing Mark's looks so defeated now. No, about, no, no, it's fine. It's enough fine. about Mark's thing. Jimmy, what'd you think? Oh, we already went to Jimmy. <laughs> yeah. Matt, you're up. What? You trying to skip me? You're against <laughs> me. You're against me. Um that was my mark imitation. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'll give myself one of these. There um, you go. Well deserved. I, yeah, no, I, this is, this is, I think I do agree, Jimmy. I think I like this one more than last house on the last left. I think it's the last house on the left has a similar tone. It's that kind of, yeah. uh, messy, dirty, uh, grungy look and everything, but it's a little bit more of a mess of a movie and, yeah. and almost too, uh, uncomfortable yeah, yeah like and 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 almost too like f- like snuff filmish you know and yeah. this this feels more like a movie that felt more like like uh, almost like it's just too real almost you know and and yeah, so and I, I yeah the humor is so out there and so bizarre and but the, right the, the rape and stuff it's just ooh, this is not the torture what they do to those girls is is really right disgusting. yeah really and it's yeah, and I, I felt like this one just felt more like a movie. And yeah. even though the rape scene in this is is rough and and you know worrying about what's going to happen to that baby oh <laughs> as God. well. Um, <laughs> yeah. So and the dogs, um, but uh, more so it's, the dogs. Yeah, <laughs> Joe. Um, but I I I really like this one. I think it's. I can see why. Wes, Wes Craven was perfect for the Nightmare on Elm, so the first Nightmare on Elm Street movie, you know, because he brought a rawness to it. And and it's true. I've seen I've, everyone I've heard from who's met him has said he's just the sweetest guy. You can't believe that he would make movies like Glass House on the Left. And, Hon- and- honestly, watch it. There's a video I, did. I interviewed him at Amoeba Records, and we it's just him and I going around looking at videos. It's it's yeah. so, he's so charming. The guy was saying, oh, rest in peace. Oh, my God. He was such a charming man. It breaks my yeah. heart. <laughs> so, um, but anyway, yeah, I like this one. It's a good one. It's, it's a, again, another uncomfortable one. Hard to watch. Yeah. Hard to watch. Yep. 
You know, my second note on this film is, uh, well, there's that whore D Wallace again. And sure enough, she goes whoring it up in the back of that station wagon. She is a whore. Every movie. It's all she Every ever movie. does. Yeah. Whether Man, it's a, Cujo. whether it's a station wagon or a gremlin, <laughs> just something about her having sex in cars. There is, man. Seriously. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I, Jimmy will be uh, probably happy to know that this is the first time I've seen this. I've never seen any of the sequels or remakes or anything. Um, oh, wow. I, I actually had an opportunity to watch this uh, a few uh, months ago, I think. And I'm like, nah, I'm going to wait until it's, you know, like something for the show. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I kept putting it off. So, but anyway, so my initial review to this is, yeah, this is, this is cool. I dig this. It was, uh, I, I appreciate the timeline that it was in, that it was made in, uh, and it is really gritty. And that's part of the thing that made it cool is characters were cool. Yeah. Um, goddamn bunny rabbits though. If it wasn't for the bunnies in the road, none of this would have happened. So, right, right. and, <laughs> and, and the characters in this are are just wonderful, especially the mom when she freaks out when Bob senior, uh, when she finds out that he's all burned up and when she goes nuts, she goes nuts. And, uh, that, you know, hats off to that baby who for the first two thirds of that film did not make a peep. Just like he barely knew it was there. Mm -hmm. It was amazing. So what an um, actor. Yeah. 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 Great, totally, great totally professional, totally uh, professional. And but the the dogs by far stole the show. I, yeah. I was rooting for the dog. Dogs had a great kill. What dog oh, yeah. knew yeah. how to shove a guy off a cliff to protect his family? Yeah. That was just well. I like that one dog was hiding behind the bushes and what watching yeah. them come running by. Right. He's like okay, now I'm coming. Yeah, now I'm gonna go. Now I'm gonna go. Yeah. Now I'm gonna go. It was like, it, it, it was like the best episode of Lassie in a way. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Ven- Lassie vengeance. Yeah, <laughs> that yeah. would have been a disturbing sure. episode of Lassie, but right, you know. yeah, right. So, okay, yeah, great. Oh, 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 one more. I had a one more note. Um, the Colt Python, the, the the jump through the window when when the, when he, when the guy jumps through the window and grabs the the gas station attendant, dude. It was Friday the Thirteenth Part, Part two. two. Yeah, hell yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Also, um, uh, the gas. The gas uh, uh, station attendant. I thought he was great. I thought I did he was too, great. but I'm still confused. Even after watching the whole movie, when, why why he hung himself? Why he was trying to hang himself? I don't know either. It's because it, I I mean basically it's like he missed and he's going fuck it. I don't want to deal with you know the pain of like actually getting killed. He's I'm gonna fucking hang myself. That's the only reason I had. Yeah, maybe like that was and, an easier way out than yeah, easy way out than getting people. attacked. Yeah. Plus, I think he he didn't think he could get away. Obviously, and that's that's true because they burned his car. But when he told, but it happened it, so fast, though. Yeah. It's, well, it's maybe, like it's almost like he had the belt loop waiting for him. Um, yeah, basically, yeah. that's what I thought. Yeah. Like he was just, I'd rather hang myself. But Give he's me also alcohol. he's seen family after family go up into those hills and never come back. So back, you know, yeah. he's probably been traumatized by it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Probably deserved it. <laughs> no, he didn't. Probably. I had this coming. Yeah, he was the best actor out of the whole entire film. I thought. I don't know, Bob Senior. I kind of liked him. <laughs> Big yeah. Bob. Uh, you were you remind me of Bob Senior, man. <laughs> you do. I thought it was funny <laughs> that they came packing with two Colts, but they were a little light on flashlights. I mean, how many times did they go running out into the desert without a flashlight? 
Yeah. And then they trip and fall and they get hurt and they wonder why. I'm like, well, take a flashlight with you. What um, was up with that uh, that flip that uh, the son did too? Oh, yeah. When the, in the broad daylight, <laughs> when he's just running away from his sister or whoever. He probably did it in front of Wes Craven and Wes Craven's like, oh, we're oh, putting we're that in put a that fucking in film. There. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he oh, could boy, flip yeah. like that. Yeah. That's a great off. flip. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. No, no, actually, he would, that, uh, that one actor, he, he was actually okay, you know? Well, I like them all, yeah. Yeah, the acting is good. It, yeah. it, the screaming was a little bit too much with the daughter, though. I was just, it, thank God the son said, will you shut the hell up? Yeah. She kept screaming. I was like, Put her in line. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the pistol whipper. You only all got right. raped? Come on. Yeah. She... Well, I mean, well, you guys were talking about like how bad this rape scene was. I, I didn't think the rape scene was that bad. I mean, it's not like I mean he was not just on Mark top Sanders. of her. Yeah. Well, I mean, <laughs> I mean, we see. Well, you made me watch Irreversible. What the fuck? <laughs> just like <laughs> in comparison to that, of in all comparison of the rapes that I have been rape, forced to watch, yes, this yeah, is yeah. more. And tame. I don't. And, and I don't even think there was any like penetration. He was just on top, you know, kissing her. I don't think he was actually. Raping. Yeah, I mean, it's not like there was foot play involved or anything. Yeah, <laughs> you fuckers. <laughs> Mark, what? You know, I'm gonna. I, I was talking to my sister in law. I was. I was talking to my sister in law and my wife the other day, and I, I think what I have to do is go back through all the episodes and put together like a, a reel Super of cut. all of Mark's most bizarre comments. Hundredth, hundredth episode. Will yeah. be nothing but Mark. I think it's a great idea. Yeah, yeah. It's such a good idea. Yeah. That's a whole episode. It, we got to do like a. Um, yeah. It would go on for some minutes. We oh, got, yeah. We got to do one of those episodes. You know, the flashback episodes. Like, hey guys, remember when Mark was talking about this? And then we just yeah, play the yeah, clip. Yeah. We'll do a clip show. No, well, oh, good my. luck. You got seventy episodes. Like seventy times what? Well, we'll have ninety nine episodes because they said we were going to do this on episode um, one hundred. Yeah. 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 We got time. Well, we just yeah. had one, so there you go. Yeah, yeah. We'll just do this episode again. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> but it all depends if Matt's recording or not. You better check it right now. That's a good point, actually. All right. We are. Well, assuming <laughs> Matt is recording, uh, we are. we're going to move on to my favorite pick of the bunch, which was 2008 Eden Lake, which I had not seen. This is just an absolute masterpiece of a movie. Um, yeah. Refusing to let anything spoil the romantic weekend break, a young couple confront a gang of lutish youths with terrifying, brutal consequences. And this has uh, Michael Fassbender and Kelly Riley, Kelly Riley from Yellowstone um, fame. But uh, Jimmy, why don't you go ahead and uh, start us off with this one? Okay, well, first of all, when you picked this last time, I was giddy because I knew what happens. And I've sat through this movie a couple times. It is, it's really fucked up on every level, every level. Uh, Whether, you know, look, you, I'm a dad. I don't like to see kids fucked with, even bad kids, because, you know, bad kids, you don't go get violent with them but these are really 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 bad kids and it's it's it, it's so hard because you really like kelly riley you really like fassbender they, they're a they're a nice couple they're just trying to do their thing and these little fuckers it, it, it's such a i like when 
horror films don't always get, give you the easy way out. This film does not give you the easy way out in any way. Um, I I think it's a marvelous film, but it's not an easy film. It's a it's there's a it it I I like difficult endings because sometimes you know I I know a lot of people are like oh I like my horror fun, but you know sometimes it's cool to see something that takes a chance and 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 they 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 go for it with Eden Lake. I think it's a marvelous film. I. I it's that that the ending you just you can't even spoil it but my i mean i i don't know if we are going to i doubt it but like wow wow what a what a yeah no don't spoil it mark is saying yes and matt is saying no and yeah why 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 it's 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 15 years old it's 15 years old man Uh, you know what that being said it's 15 years old and up until two weeks ago i'd never even heard of it True. I've never seen it. I, yeah. I, I don't God think many damn people... it. How do we not talk about it without the fucking ending? It's, well, uh, you just it, don't it, have to get, reveal the ending. Yeah, you don't, don't reveal the ending. I look, to be fair, though, what culture did a top 10 most effed up endings or something like that? And they did spoil it. I mean, it has been spoiled. I've seen it spoiled. I wouldn't spoil it. Mark, I just I wouldn't because I you like Joe said, not a lot of people have seen this movie. I've told a lot Mm -hmm. of people about this movie. and They're like, I've never watched. And it's Michael Fassbender, Kelly Riley, who's huge. That's the most amazing thing about this. This 15 years old, those two major stars in it. And I've never not that I got my finger on the pulse of anything, but you would have thought that I would have come across this at one point or another. Well, Michael Fassbender wasn't big until 300, and he didn't even have a big part in 300. So, I mean, he didn't get big until a little bit later, I, I believe. Because um, mm. Eden Lake came after 300. Like, not too far after 300. Yeah. So Michael Fassbender wasn't still, you know, that big. I think that's why they got him. Mm. Perhaps. Perhaps. I'm yeah, no, sure. I think that's true. Yeah. yeah, yeah. All right. No, I, I mean, I, I mean, I, you know me. I hate spoiling things, but I mean, I thought like fifteen years. It's like we could, you know, talk about the ending, but it's fine. No, because I mean, we've I, seen I, one I, that I didn't, everyone's I didn't, seen. Yeah, exactly. That's different. Yeah, because yeah. and honestly, I mean, I haven't seen this film until now, also. So, yeah, I, yeah, you're right. I don't want to ruin it for people and you know miss the reaction that I had at the end. So. I mean, I don't feel like there's such a huge twist at the end that it matters if, you know, we don't talk about it. You know what I mean? Well, you kind of see it happening. And when it does happen, I I was like, well, you got to be fucking kidding me. I thought it was poor writing, like how it how it happened, how she got to the place. And so I I was just like, you got to be kidding me on that. But. Oh, I disagree with the poor writing. I think that was actually very no, 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 yeah, I no, 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 no. I'm saying poor rate, writing. How she got to the end of the film, I didn't, thought, yeah, it didn't bother yeah. me at all. Bother, no, I didn't think there was anything poor writing in the script at all. At all, no. Mm. I'll have mm. to disagree. Mark, why don't you go <laughs> ahead and just uh, it was it, it was I don't know. It was lazy writing a little bit. Yeah. Um, okay. Yep. It's okay for Mark to have his opinion. Yeah, thanks. I guess. Well, when um, I had to take a walk after this film, Um, (laughs) 
I did. I, did. I believe you, dude. I believe you. <laughs> no, I, no, I really did because uh, yeah, no, I was I... really frustrated and I was really pissed off because of how the film ended. And I had to take a walk and just like marinate, you know, the whole process of like what I just watched. And when I did my walk around the lake, I came back to going, this, this movie is fucking phenomenal. Yeah. Um, it, it really is. Um, it's just so frustrating to see obnoxious, unruly kids that are not supervised well and not raised well by their parents and me being the way I am, like in a movie theater, I bet Joe can, you know, relate to, but when you have rude kids and it's not, there's no action taken, it, it, it drives me crazy because, you know, there's rules of not, you know, beating the shit out of kids sometimes, you know, you go to jail, plug that in um, for uh, the 100th episode. Look, it's, it's, when those kids are on the beach and they're playing the loud music is it's just such an awkward, frustrating scene. And my blood pressure was just rising and rising and rising. And he did exactly what I would have done all the way through that beach scene. I would have gone over there. I would have turned it down. And these kids are so disrespectful, especially uh, the girl, the teenage girl was respectful and she drove me insane insane i wanted to and then i was going what would i do i would have done what he did i would have walked away i would have been pissed i would have said something but i would have walked away it was just putting myself in those scenarios however i was on his side until we walked into the house who walks into someone's house uninvited yeah he knocked you know on the door say hello anybody home but then he just walks into someone's house you don't walk into anybody's house you know it's like that guy's an idiot and then there's a really tense scene when the father comes home and he runs upstairs and my heart was racing like a jackhammer and but all in all they go back to the place i wouldn't have gone back to the place but then a car stolen and they have to walk and then they see a campfire. They know it's the kids. Would you go to the campfire? Because that is where the movie goes absolutely insane. Would you go to the campfire? I would have. I would have gone to the campfire. I wouldn't have gone to the police. I wouldn't have thought of the police. I would have said, they're just kids. I'm going to go over there. I'm going to get my keys and whatnot. And then chaos is sued through the film. And then I would have been in that situation. I would have. It, I, I would have made those wrong decisions. And yeah, I, yeah. So anyways, there's a torture scene that is, had my feet in front of the screen, especially with um, a certain type of blade in the mouth. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's what destroyed me. Um, I was like, oh, my God, and it wrecked me watching that. Um, look, this is a great film. It, it really is. Um, I highly, highly recommend it. Um, I'll let you guys. I, I've spoken enough. I really, really recommend this scene, uh, this uh, this film. It's it's wonderful. It really is. Do you mind if I jump just jump in? Like, I want to. Oh, I'm done. Go ahead. Compliment, uh, Mark. 
you know, it's funny. I think you, you hit the nail on the head. I think this is a movie that many of us, probably most of it, all four of us, would probably react similar to how he, Michael Michael Fassbender did. I think it's that's why it works. Is like, mm-hmm. wow, you're kind of like, what would you do in that kind of situation where there's people doing that? What would you do? How would you, re- you know, react? And it's like, obviously, you don't want to go to a. I, I'm sure we've had experience. I had an experience like that with a kid at my my kid's school once. Like he was a, he was there visiting, and he was a little dick. But like you you. I think you hit the nail on the head. It's it's a it's a relatable film because you can relate to everything that the, those couples going through. We all we, we've all been there. In a we way. we deal with it all the time with the, yeah. this generation, you know, the generation coming up and this youth and all that and how disrespectful they are. And it's just the, the kids. The, call me Clint East, Eastwood. Get off my lawn. It's just the generation, the youth is very very disrespectful. You know, I mean. I'm I'm 50 years old, so you know, I'll get off my lawn. But this is how I feel, and so this this film really connected with me. Dealing with that kind of like watching this kind of film, and how dis you know disrespectful and how these kids are. This is all about. I mean, this is basically it's not the kids' fault. It's how the parents are raising the kids, yeah, yeah. and it's just a, a it's a horrible cycle of just it just never stops. I mean, well, the villains are the parents. The irony is that no, it's it's not the kids that's the problem. It is it's yeah. not the kids. It's the parents. It's our generation. Exactly. It's our yeah, generation I, that got lazy with their parenting and 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 don't know how to freaking do their jobs. Yeah. That I never because honestly, I have I see kids being far more respectful than adults nowadays. I really do. Mm. Really I do. Say, they're yeah. just kids being kids. Matt, what did you have to say? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They're just kids being kids. Okay. Yeah. I, I don't that, think it's not that, me, Mike. It's not me. I, I don't. I, I do think that there have been shitty kids in all generations. I remember when I was a kid, there were groups of bullies that you had to go all the long way home to avoid, and there and that happened way more often back then than it does now in many areas. So, uh, and I I work with you know I teach kids, I teach ninth graders every single day, and I I, I don't run into these kinds of issues. Um, but I don't necessarily think that this gener it's this generation. I think it's, yeah, I, I wouldn't go that far. Yeah, yeah, you're right. It's 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 every generation. It's right. It's, it's and, and this generation is way more supervised than our generation was. Yeah, we, we, we were running around one hundred percent true. We so, were latchkey kids, guys. Mo- oh, yeah. Were, oh yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, one hundred percent. So, uh, but. Yeah, this is, I mean, this is a really hard, it's a, I, I'm not a huge fan of nihilism movies and this is as nihilistic as it can, as it gets. And, uh, uh, I say I'm not a huge fan. That doesn't mean I, I didn't like the movie. I think it's a great movie. I think it's, you know, if this is your thing, uh, you're going to love it. And I, I think if, um, if you're into, well nihilistic films uh this is a great example of one it's right up there with i i I still think i think that um there's a there's a lot of similarity this one's not a subtle film whereas the movie see no evil that we watched last fall joe uh was more subtle than this even though it goes i very much so yeah i feel like that there's a similar scene that is really difficult to watch. That's even worse the way they do it in see no evil because of who it is in who's involved in that scene. So it's the same scene you're talking about with the mouth, Mark, same exact act, but it's a 
different person and it's some it's way more disturbing um and 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 so and then what happens you know but it's very similar because it's sort of people not not making the right decisions but it's logic you can understand why they're not making the right decisions you know and and it's not the same movie certainly see no evil i think is a much more subtle film i like Mm -hmm. it better than this one i think this one is a blunt force object um and and in that way it's you know you better you know hang on to your balls when you watch this one because it's you're going into for a ride on this and if you know it I, i would compare it like if you go to a an amusement park and you do the most extreme ride, you know, and, and this is that most extreme ride. If there's no subtlety to it, it's not, you know, Pirates of the Caribbean, certainly it's the one that is meant to, you know, have your balls up in your throat, um, while you're riding it. And it's frustrating. I don't like the feeling I get in a movie like this. I don't like the anger I have toward the evil characters. It, it's just not a, it's not pleasant to me. It's not, it's not one I will choose to probably ever watch again. Like see no evil. I had the same, I was angry after see no evil. Uh, I think you were too, Joe, but it, it was that kind of, it's just, you know, how did they not see every, because we, as the audience are seeing things as we go and you're like, why don't you just go someplace else to camp, you know? Um, and see no evils the same similar in that. Why do you keep doing what these people ask you to do? And, and they have all these moments when you could have made the right decision. And it's like this inevitable, uh, procession toward doom that, um, is inescapable and there's, you know, the, the, it, it ends you you end a movie like this feeling emptied out and yeah. um yeah. and that i True. that's not the kind of film i seek but if you're into it i highly highly recommend this if you like True. your nihilism i i like some nihilism i liked you know coming home in the dark and and things like that but um but if you if you if this is your bag i then you got to see this because it's one that you don't hear talked about yeah. And that's, that's unusual. Cause you hear people talk about hostile, you hear, you hear people talk about, you know, some of these, um, that some of the more br- uh, audition and some of these films that are quite, uh, hard to watch martyrs inside irreversible. This is that same kind of, you know, I, I don't think it's quite as artistically rendered as those films, but I do think that it's up there in terms of, just the raw unadulterated horror i mean it's, this is true horror this is like yeah this yeah. is yeah. truly horrific yeah it yeah it's i mean it, honestly i mean it, i read the reviews on imbd and they there was a lot of people not like it's like oh they made you know bad decisions the only bad decision was him walking into someone's house uninvited i i, I don't know why he would do that uh, other than that, I mean, I would have done like. Well, I, the one thing that made me wonder is when they went to the restaurant and they started. They told the was it a waitress? I think that they yeah, told yeah. which what was, was going on mom, with those kids, which yeah. was the mom. And then she turned on them. I would have been out of that town by then because you know that yeah. I would have eaten the food. I would have eaten the food. These kids are running things, and it's because the families are fine with it. You know, they don't mind them being little assholes and 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 persecuting rich 
couple rich people from the city coming in to use their lands and stuff like that. So I, I would have been out of there, but you know, that reminded me of growing up in Utah. This was, our, this was my neighborhood. Mm. It's running wild. It was, ri- it was ridiculous. And there's, there's I agree. A that's scene. the one, oh, that's the one, uh, change that I, you know, you guys said, uh, I would have done everything he did. That's the one thing where I thought he at least had an option and he probably should have left, especially because yeah. of the reason that he was there, you know, trying to ask this girl to marry him. Mm-hmm. That there's no way that he could have salvaged that weekend at yeah. from that point on. Well, he should have just the, cut his losses and left. Even the right. minute that he got to the, they got to the lake and he saw that this is kind of a shitty lake with a bunch of kids who kind of run the show and are you know abusing yeah. animals or whatever. Exactly. You know, I then they they uh, I, I would have been like, oh, we got to find someplace else. This is not going to yeah. be fun. Yeah. You know, I don't want to be looking over my shoulders for un un uh, uh, supervised youths running around acting like assholes. You know? Yeah. And, and I mean, after, I mean, they popped his tire and he had to change it. And then he still went back to the same place. That was a bad decision. It's like, what are you doing? Yeah, what are you doing? Yeah. yeah so there, there well, was we another... do make a lot of bad decisions because we don't, you know, in a horror movie, they, you don't, you know, you don't think that stuff's going to happen. You don't think well, if, the kids are going to get really bad and, and we're going to end up not making it out of this. You just think, Oh God, they're going to be annoying kids, whatever, blah, 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 blah. They'll go to bed at some point. That's what you but if they, if, if these Maybe. characters don't make bad decisions, we don't have horror movies. That's a good mm-hmm. point. Yeah. Yeah. So, true. That's true. Joey. Uh, Matt, I want to completely agree about the parallels between this and see no evil. Uh, I feel like they both, Got to the same destination, but see no evil took its time and walked down the path to that that destination, whereas this was just a dead sprint. Mm-hmm. And this is where you and I are yin and yang because I I do want to watch this movie again. I want to buy multiple copies of it and hand it out to people as Christmas gifts, you know, because <laughs> I you think are, this, what the fuck is wrong with you? This, no, this I, I is agree. too good of a movie. <laughs> it's to really not, good. Like, I can't believe more people don't know about this. Man, like, the people that I, I, I the people that I think should know this. Yeah. Here's your copy. There you go. Yeah. Merry Christmas. But 100% I don't know, agree. I don't know that many people that, I mean, a true like serious horror people yeah but i don't know that many just regular people that i would recommend I, you know like a a food a movie most horror films you could say oh yeah this is a really good horror movie you should check it out but this is one that is really i don't think just the average person would be well then i'll just get a copy to mark this. and jimmy and you won't get there you go awesome <laughs> there, there's a scene in this with a tire on someone's head that w- maybe never leave my mind because <laughs> it's it's far away and you see it for five seconds and I'm just looking at it. I'm just going, yes, yes, burn, yeah. baby, burn. When when she turns into Rambo and oh. starts going on the <laughs> offensive, I I cheer a lot. I yeah. I'm surprised I. I was like you, Mark, the the one character, and I don't know why. I, I honestly I don't have a good reason, but the one character out of those kids that I hated the most was the girl. Yeah. yeah. I, I uh, couldn't I, she didn't do anything. She why well, that's part of it. I guess that's part of the reason I didn't like her. She just sat there and recorded all of this and didn't do anything. She didn't intervene. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But um and I, I got violently ill when our, our 
our heroine jumped in that garbage dump or can or whatever oh. it is to hide away from them. And, um, Oh, the I, scene where she steps on something. No, no, no. Oh yeah. All right. I have Whoa. a note about that. Um, I've put a nail through my foot before. Have you? Oh yeah. All like the way where? Through. Like uh, where? actually on the Ambrose stage when we were tearing down from guys and dolls, I put a Ooh. giant nail stepped on it, went all the way through my foot. Oh. And for as much as that hurts, what hurts more than that is taking it out. Oh, cause I, really? it was a piece of, it was a nail sticking out of a piece of wood that I stepped. I stepped over something onto it. So my full weight went all the way oh. through it. Was oh. it like dead center in the foot or uh, yes, just behind oh, the my- toes. And then yeah. I had to stand on that piece of wood with my free foot and yank my other foot off. Uh, and then what hurts worse than that is when they take you to the emergency room and they irrigate the wound. Ooh. You know, they squirt like saline oh, solution yeah, yeah. up in there. Oh, my God, Ooh. that hurt. But anyway, I really felt what she was going through when she put that giant piece of metal through her foot. And Oh, my God. Oh. Yeah. It's not fun. I've had it myself. I, I, I yeah, poor thing, Joe. <laughs> it's uh, Ir- irrigating is the worst. Is the yeah. worst. I had to have gravel uh, irrigated out of my fingertips from my motorcycle accident, and that oh was God. the worst pain ever. It was brutal. Ow. Yeah. So, do you ride a motorcycle about as good as the guy from? Uh, from oh, one hundred percent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Easy rider. Yeah, my Kawasaki Ninja six hundred. I do want to say that uh, as far as the ending of this movie goes, I don't want to spoil anything, but I will say I, I hated it because I want vengeance mm. and I want a sequel. I know <laughs> a sequel would be absolutely terrible. It would be pointless. Oh, yeah. yeah, it'd be pointless. But I just, I want justice, you know? But so, that's, what, that's what Jimmy was saying, that yeah. you just don't get, happy endings where you get the vengeance and then it fades off, you know, kind of like what hostile did, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Lake Eden was just, it, there's it, no catharsis. That's why it's yeah, nihilism. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. crazy. Yeah. Great exactly movie. What Matt said. Great like, pick. We all, we all love that one. So there you go. Yeah. And I agree with you, Matt. It's not a fun watch uh, for mm-hmm. me. It's no, I definitely, me and Matt kind of fall into the same category when it comes to, the nihilistic horror. I don't think either of us are huge fans, but so I don't know that movie just, I, you know, I saw it when it came out, I, I saw it before it came out cause I covered some interviews for it. I'm, I'm just, I was like, just, just so it, it stuck with me since then. And I, I had to take I, a walk after the fucking, yeah, it's crazy. I don't, don't wanna, I don't blame you. <laughs> I want to be able to watch it again without having to take notes. You know, normally yeah, when we watch these sure. films, I'm I'm pausing things, I'm taking notes and stuff like that. I want to mm-hmm. be able to just sit down and let the movie kind of wash over me and just, uh, in, for lack of a better term, enjoy it. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, I, I definitely want to watch this film again. Yeah, shout out to the lead uh, kid too. I thought he was great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Jack O'Connell. He yeah. was great. Was his name? Oh, he, yeah. That kid works a lot. He he's another yeah. one that became a big pretty fairly. He had a, a few uh few films. 71, I think was one, 71 or 72. I don't remember. But he's done a lot of he, he was in the I think the Angelina. I think he was in the Angelina Jolie directed film. I mm. could I could be wrong. The one he was in that. 71 uh startup yeah. unbroken. Yeah. Yeah. He, he's Neither. a good actor. Trial good by actor. fire. 
Needless to say, I, I, I think uh, everyone should watch this film. Because <laughs> this is probably the longest we've talked about a film in a while. Yeah. Unless you hate really downer films, maybe. Yeah. I mean, not everybody can handle the, you know, the kind of stuff that's in this, too. So yeah. it's, it takes a certain... If yeah. you're into hardcore horror, then you definitely have to watch this. If it, this will definitely evoke an emotional response, oh, whichever yeah. yes. it is, but yeah, yep, yep. So, yeah, yep. all right. So that comes to the end of our vacation. Uh, that's all for this week. Uh, Jimmy, you've got the next uh theme to send our I, way. I do. Um, I'm gonna, I, I decided, you know, obviously we need to do erotic horror. <laughs> uh, we're not doing erotic horror, but. Let's, Fatal attraction. Let's get sleazy. Let's We're doing it. a lot of sleaze. Uh, basically, I picked movies that had either a, an abundance of nudity or abundance, just something kind of dirty and qual- there's a there's one movie in here. If I remember it correctly, it's offensively bad. So we'll have fun with that. Um, <laughs> I won't say what it is. I'm not going to say what it is. But uh, so the movies I picked, um, you know, if you're a jennifer jason lee fan we all are come on everyone loves jennifer oh yeah 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 Uh, her first film eyes of a stranger uh it's from 1981 also stars lauren from love boat fame uh i'm excited for you to watch that one don't answer the oh and eyes of a stranger is going to it it is a rent 2.99 on uh amazon prime so there's two that are rentals if you're if you'd rather not do the two i can I can adjust and we can pick something out. It's fine. It's fine. fine. So next one is don't answer the phone. All right. And that's from 1980 and that's on Plex. Okay. Uh, And don't answer that phone. Uh, Hide and go shriek. I I finally, we remember we talked about that mall horror. Yeah. Yes. We're doing something like that, but it, it's a little sleazy. So let's do That's from 1988. And that's also on Plex. I've seen the trailer for that, James. It looks awesome. You'll have fun with it. You'll you'll enjoy it. Um, nice. The next one is, let's get sleazy, Night School, starring Rachel Ward, who we saw recently in The Final Terror. Um, this one's also, this is the rent, $2.99. It's 1981 on Prime, on, but you can get on Prime. It's a it's a fun one. It's a fun one. It's interesting. Let's say it put it that way. Then the I feel feel like you can't do sleazy without a little giallo, so giallo or whatever. So I picked torso, um, AMC plus, nineteen seventy three. That is my picks. Sleazy slashers. That's what we're doing here. Sleazy, sleazy slashers. Slashers. Is that Jimmy, the official don't apologize. title? Don't apologize Let- about renting these because at least it won't get interrupted with a Flonase ad. That's Good true. Point, yeah. Right? yeah. Yeah. That's true. Let's call it um keep it sleazy Cinescare. Keep it sleazy Cinescare. Cinescare. Yeah. Got All it. All right. Yeah. Oh. Hey, I yep. forgot to announce at the top of the show there's a new t-shirt to buy. Oh yeah, I was going to I was going to say that to you. Yeah. I'll tell you. Uh, oh, it looks awesome, yeah. Joe. Go uh go to the website and you'll see our my take on the uh Evil Dead Rise uh logo. Uh, nice so. pretty rad dude that's yeah, awesome. really cool really that was yeah. fun that was fun to yeah make. yeah yeah definitely go to www.cinescarehorror.com and check out joe's new design it is amazing and uh yeah check it I'm out buy it <laughs> don't just check it out buy it buy yeah. one buy, it. buy, buy one thing. for your wife and husband and your daughter and son and buy a coffee mug buy something 
Yeah. 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 Buy a bath mat. Yeah. Buy a right. giant flag of the Cinescare logo to hang behind. Or it was a shower curtain. Shower it curtain. Was, it was yeah. a shower curtain. It looks yeah. great though, doesn't it? Oh yep. yeah. It's it I always cool. hang it's shower fun. curtains in my living room. Oh, it's not in my living room. It's in my Cinescare <laughs> room now. Yeah. Uh, and one more thing, Mark, do we have something to announce about a special guest at some point? No, not yet. Okay. Not so yet. we may have a special guest coming pretty soon, but, uh, we will inform you there, uh, will probably, there may be a bonus episode coming at some point. Um, and of course, don't forget in, at the end of September, we're going to be, in fact, super fan Mark will be here too. And Jimmy oh. will be joining me. Uh, and we're going to be at H 45, which is. John Carpenter's Halloween 45th anniversary convention in Pasadena, California, uh, September 29th and third, third, or September 29th, 30th. And well, I think the convention's only the 30th and the, and October 1st. So, but I won't talk to you if you're in flip-flops and actually, uh, (laughs) another, uh, Little thing, if anybody in the Midwest, uh, in the Chicagoland area, is going to the Midwest Haunters Convention in Rosemont on uh, June 10th, I'll be there walking around with my wife. Excellent. Yeah, so look for Joe. He'll be the one in the Cinescare t-shirt. You're damn right I will be. Yeah. Might meet you up there, Joey. All right. All right. Well, that's it for this time. We'll see you next time. Good night, everybody. Good night. Those are fighting words, actually. Don't get me going. And I don't and, and I don't even think there was any like penetration. He was just on top, you know, kissing her. I don't think he was actually raping. Plug that in. <laughs>